1: absolute sports betting degeneracy hey everybody arch
0: here and it is thursday max what's going on
1: hey man happy thursday uh another another day until we talk uh full slate of nfl again right so yes looking forward to that you guys taking saturday off then i take it again right yeah it sounds good i think
0: saturdays are it's going to come into question from this point on from forever at least on this end
1: uh panther that 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 gives you the opportunity to have your own saturday show it does uh
2: you know arch and i were talking post-show yesterday and i was i was all on board i think we're looking at maybe having the out-of-bounds crew take over saturdays or something but um arch has floated it out there the three of us getting weekends off and i'm all in favor
0: Well, I, you know, if if NASCAR's coming in and if they want me to help them do the NASCAR podcast, that's a short night, man. That is such a short night going Friday to Saturday morning. So, I think I think uh yeah, I think Saturdays are definitely in trouble. We we may reschedule it to Monday.
1: Yeah, you yeah, listen, that, that makes a lot of sense. Uh what what can we do about Sundays, guys? Like can can I negotiate Sundays? Oh, what, what's boy. What, what's that uh, looking like? I don't know. Because I, you guys remember, you just let's get back in the the, the the way back machine. Yeah, we used to alternate Sundays, guys. No, I don't think I, so. I, I've, I think you're I've misremembering. I've been taking one for the team for about fucking nineteen weeks now, <laughs> which seems absurd, by the way. It seems fucking absurd that it's been nineteen fucking weeks of me doing this shit. I've been taking the one for the team, so we got to figure out what's going to happen after the NFL's over. I mean, uh, fuck, it's only a few weeks away guys let's just fucking pause there a divisional round this weekend oh boy yeah it's almost over fucking a is it almost over for tom brady and aaron Rodgers, guys big question Uh, yes and no probably should probably
2: should be for tom brady i think you know when you factor in the age and the way the way the last two seasons have gone and really is just overall performance he's he looks scared out there, right i mean he he does not want to get hit he's throwing some some terrible balls in the end zone and triple coverage just to avoid getting hit uh i, I listen I, there's no jeopardy of him ruining his legacy if he sticks around, but I don't know why he would stick around is this, this isn't the same guy that we've seen before, and Aaron rodgers I don't know. he seemed very disinterested the first Two thirds of this season. Now once he got all of his receivers back, he seemed very interested. He started, you know, laughing and smiling on the sideline. Uh, no shame in losing to the Lions. This is a very good up and coming team that just kind of kept him out of the playoffs. I don't know that I'm ready to sell Rogers short, but Tom Brady could probably, you know, hit the booth or whatever he's gonna do.
0: Yeah, what is he gonna do? Does he have that much charisma to be in the booth? No, I just I wonder about that.
1: Yeah, no, they're, they're and they're, they're going to pay him a lot of money to to just be Tom Brady. And, I, I you know, he's starting to come out of his shell a little bit like we're going to get his Twitter account and have him personality. But he's no he's no Eli or Peyton. And we've learned that for sure.
0: He's not even a Tony Romo, is he?
1: no 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 No, it's not even Tony (laughs) Romo at that point closer to Bill Belichick (laughs) I mean well fuck if
0: you listen to that uh Al Michaels Tony Dungy broadcast and then maybe Tom can really do it without much of a problem oh
1: sure yeah that was awful yeah yeah yeah. Tony Dungy has no reason to fucking do broadcasts like that like I really just just have him fucking answer two minutes worth of questions in a pre-show and then never fucking hear from this guy again yeah that was a disaster. Um. Anyway, I'm I'm talking about this article I found in Deadspin, and it's actually asking this question. You know, it's it's it says it's 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 not even a question. It's a statement. It's time for Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers to get lost. I thought this was interesting, mostly because you were, you were mentioning. I think it was yesterday. I think we were talking about uh, the the playoff teams that Patrick Mahomes, is the old man of the playoffs, right now. Second oldest one. Yep. Second oldest one. Right. And and who's the oldest? Uh, it's Dak. Dak Prescott. Dak. Right. And you don't consider Dak old either. <laughs> so it's a younger generation of quarterbacks that have just taken over this league. And so Deadspin goes on to, to mention this, uh, the, the statistics. Well, what are the numbers say? Quote Statistics are misleading for both men. Both are in the top ten of the league for passing yards and passing touchdowns. Let's just pause there. How fucking shitty are the quarterbacks in this league? Let's just (laughs) let's just fucking say that. That, That's how fuck that's that's a fucking state that's an indictment on how fucking shitty this league is when it comes to quarterbacks. And if you got a fucking great quarterback, you hold onto them and you fucking just coddle them. You never fucking let them leave. I remember a stupid fucker said quarterbacks are gonna look a lot better this season
0: before it started.
1: Uh, all right, both are also in the top half of the league in interceptions. How the f- like? How the fuck uh, did 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 that happen with Aaron Rodgers, a guy that never fucking turned the ball over, right? That never fucking turned the ball over. Uh, Brady had has the lowest passing rating of any quarterback in the playoffs. Well, had because he's no longer in the playoffs. Rodgers would have been second worst had Green Bay actually qualified. In total QBR, Brady finished his the 2022 regular season in 18th place while Rodgers was seventh to last, coming in at number 26. With as much hate as Russell Wilson received in his first year in Denver, he finished one spot below Rodgers in QBR. Mm -hmm. Ah, That seems like a time to fucking retire.
2: I think these numbers are skewed, though, because when you're looking at the totality of it, how many quarterbacks actually played as many games as Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady? We didn't know who the quarterback was the entire season in San Francisco. Now it's Brock Purdy. Kyler Murray's been hurt, Jalen was hurt, Dak was hurt, Derek Carr got benched, uh, Tua got hurt, I mean, Lamar, you're going total touchdowns and total interceptions, they probably should have been the top 10 in touchdowns and interceptions, because I don't know if you can name 10 quarterbacks that played 16 or 17 games this year.
0: It's not a bad point. That's not a bad point. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I, I'm not changing what I thought from yesterday or the day before, whenever we talked about it, um, that Brady just, he's, he seems, his era of quarterbacking seems over. You're right. They're getting hurt because they're not really pocket passers anymore, by and large. They're more scramble, run around, make something happen, quarterbacks. That doesn't necessarily lead to longevity, but Brady is un, he's incapable of doing that. He's incapable of extending the play. If it's not open, boom, it's over. Throw the ball on the ground. Done. Let's move on
1: which brings up an interesting question too is uh, we, we saw deshaun watson get the the guaranteed money from cleveland because cleveland's a bunch of fucking idiots and who the fuck does that like i mean what the fuck were they fucking thinking on that uh but i digress uh it's it's set a bad precedent for all these quarterbacks wanting to get all this guaranteed money now and i think we're going to see a running back conundrum with a lot of these quarterbacks the scrambling quarterbacks are going to be more prone to get injured the scrambling quarterbacks are going to do things that are going to put them more in jeopardy much like a running back you're going to see more wear and tear on these guys not necessarily their arms and shoulders and elbows but their fucking legs yeah so is it safe now to invest that much money in guaranteed money in a quarterback that's going to be running around and you got to pay them no matter what they get fucking injured like I, you know I'm, I'm i'm looking at daniel jones just looks reckless out there guys like reckless and some some part of you is like man that's old jim kelly fucking style football and part of me is also like he's gonna snap in fucking half out there and you're gonna pay him a bunch of money to be snapped in half um so i i don't know if we're gonna be again having this argument that you know running backs quarterbacks don't matter as long as you got a great offensive line <laughs> that's all that fucking matters at this point cuz you can just fucking put any guy that can scramble out there Justin Fields there's a debate about Justin Fields right now a guy that i think threw for over 200 yards what twice this season yeah but there's a debate whether whether is he the man in Chicago is it should Chicago get another quarterback is he the fucking franchise quarterback a guy that did not throw for over 200 yards more than twice is a debate about being a franchise quarterback right now. Guys, I I, I really think that this is the end of this era. Uh, Kirk is probably next. We know Stafford's probably next. Like those guys are probably next in line to be retiring. And I think it's it makes sense. Uh, but now I'm worried about this future generation of quarterbacks and what they're going to be paid. We're, teams are going to be in trouble. Teams are going to be in trouble with the investing money in these guys.
2: Well, they're going to invest the money. They have to. And that's just the nature of what the NFL is now. You're not going to dump that money into a running back or wide receivers defense. I mean, it's it's quarterbacks and offensive line. That's where it's at. And I think there's a big difference between guys like Josh Allen and Daniel Jones who scramble out of necessity and guys like Lamar Jackson and Justin Fields who they're running is part of the game plan. And I think those are the guys that are more prone to injury because they're actually designing plays to get them away from their protection. Whereas, you know, when you're scrambling, a, a pass play broke down or whatever, you're, you're aware of the the blitz and everything coming your way. Uh, so you, you can anticipate it, but when you're scrambling or it's a design play, you really don't know where those defenders are. You're just supposed to, Hey, this is how it's drawn up. This is where you're supposed to go. And they could very well get hurt. The other thing is, and Patrick Mahomes is the prime example. I, I love Patrick, but I hate him for this. They wait to the last minute. They get to get that little extra yard because the referees will protect him before they take a shot. And one of these days they're going to take a shot and not get up from it. Just get the fuck out of bounds. You guys have enough protection as it is. Just take your six, seven scrambled yards and get out of bounds. So you don't get her.
0: Mm. Yeah, no, I think you're right about that. Is this the beginning? Is this like the just the the settler era of we there's not a whole lot of difference between the running back and the quarterback standing behind the center? I think so. That you're not really sure who the quarterback is back there behind the center.
1: I th- I think so, and and w- w- when you look at the versatile guys, like I mean, uh, Christian McCaffrey can throw the ball. Uh, at, at one point in time, he looked like the best quarterback on the on the Niners, <laughs> like or, or the fucking uh, or the Panthers for that matter, right? Yeah. Uh, Debo Samuel can throw the ball. Uh-huh. You're, you're looking at these, you know, these athletes out there. These these you know the the old Cordell Stewart slash right. Like mm-hmm. that's that's kind of the model of what these guys are now, and I think that's even. More dangerous than a guy like Vic. I mean, Vic was unstoppable. Let's just pause and rewind a point in time where no one knew how to f- defend Michael Vick. You, you know, just it was impossible for a couple years to defend Michael Vick. I think that these this breed of quarterback is even more dangerous because, yeah, you know, Michael Vick had a cannon for an arm and he could run, but now you got all this confusion over. Running backs and tight ends being able to fucking run the ball uh, and, and 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 throw the ball and stuff like that, that you don't know who's a quarterback back there anymore. So the quarterbacks now, it's like they, they can fucking take a play, just pitch it to the fucking uh, running back and the running back throws the goddamn ball at that point. So it's I think that there's uh, a different mentality over these scrambling running quarterbacks that they can be wide receivers now as well. Like, it's it's just. I don't know if it's good for football. It's just going to make for an interesting transition and, and where you know, how to see the defenses adapt to all this stuff over the next couple of years, when it becomes the norm as opposed to the exception, right? Mm-hmm. this is going to become the rule instead of the exception. So defenses will catch up with this. If, if every fucking quarterback is doing the same thing, then all the defenses are going to prepare for the same fucking thing every yeah.
2: week. Well, this is, this is a product of college football. It's college football has been doing this for two decades. Or longer, and you knew it was coming, and you just had to wait for the NFL to either a adapt their offenses and the way they built their their plays, or b start bringing up you know the college coaches to run these offenses because you know the Andrew Luck's are a dying breed. These guys aren't in the in college football anymore. It is the dawn of the running quarterback, the option plays, and all that shit that they do. Um, I, I I think you have to adapt, or you're going to get left behind.
0: Right, because they don't have time or the will in college football to teach kids how to play quarterback the traditional way. Let's no, just,
2: they don't stick around you, long enough. Right, I right. They're, they're there for two years, and then they want to get in the draft. Like, one good season, and I'm gone. So, yeah, college, yeah you're right. They can't, yeah. You can't develop them.
0: No, no, they're not in the business of developing anymore uh, in college football because you know, they've got nil deals now, and they, there's a lot of money to be had. You want to compete. You, you, know, you want to try and make the playoffs. So fuck developing a quarterback. Like, Let's just take what he is and just work with it.
2: But you saw I, that. I gonna say, they, you saw that with the Florida quarterback that just committed, and his nil deal fell through, like a nine million dollar nil deal. Well, now he wants released from a scholarship because mm-hmm. the nil like what is college football done? They have fucked this up so bad.
1: I was going to say, I wonder now if you're going to start seeing different value in the Brock Purdy's of the world—the guys that are going to drop in the draft because they—they're—they're they're not the ones that are the two and done and getting the nil deals. These are the guys that are spending the four years in college and developing themselves as actual quarterbacks and, and understanding the game, right? You know, I wonder if you're going to start to see like the the more value in the long-term longevity quarterbacks being in the fourth round, the fifth round, as opposed to the first round. Uh, It's going to be the fucking name brand recognition in the first round. And uh, I'm sorry to say, like, if you just run through the recent list, first round quarterbacks has not been great. Right. I mean, for every Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, uh, Patrick Mahomes, you got the fucking Josh Rosen's, Mitch Trubisky's and Sam Darnold's and fucking Zach Wilson's. Right. I mean, it's not been a high success rate for a lot of these first round quarterbacks. Uh, so it's going to be interesting that if if this becomes the model of these guys, that the the high flashy names are the ones that are only two years in college. If you the, the fucking Kenny Pickett's, the, the, the Brock Purdy's of the world, the, the guys that are a little bit less thought of uh, become the future of the hmm. NFL. Yeah,
0: that's yeah, a good point. You know, Bill Parcells, part of his rules for drafting quarterbacks is you had to be a three year starter. That gave you time to develop. I wonder, I wonder, yeah, if we might see Brock Purdy look pretty good because he took the time and uh, developed.
2: You know, the other side of the coin is you're going to have the guys like Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud that come out after two years. But the other thing the transfer portal has done has let experienced veterans um, leave where they're at and go to another school, and and still continue the career as a starter. Uh, so you can maybe still get three or four, even sometimes five years. Let's not forget Russell Wilson did that, right? He was originally, you know, with um, uh, was a Wisconsin Badgers, or is that where he ended up? He was at NC State and ended up at Wisconsin for one year. But you know, he was he transferred. He was a fifth year transfer. But I think there's a different side that. Um, scouts are going to have to look at these guys that have stayed in school it's almost like the college basketball argument you, want the, you look at teams like Gonzaga who get guys to stick around for a long time going against a team like Kentucky that just flips players year in, year in, year in but the, the teams that have the players that stick around seem to be a real thorn and I think you might start to see the same thing in football where players that stay might be more prepared to get into the NFL
1: yeah, I'm just looking at Brock Purdy too, and it, uh, I hate to say it's a shame if he would have came out after two years. He probably doesn't go last in the draft. No, his his uh, stock dropped. His stock dropped. Yeah. 2019, uh, 3,982 yards, 27 touchdowns, nine interceptions. The following year, 2750, 19 touchdowns, nine interceptions. Uh, 2021, a little bit of a bounce back, 3188, 19 and eight. So like really after that second year he probably is a higher draft pick but by sticking it out he lost in the short term however could argue man if he keeps playing the way he does in the nfl he's he's gonna pay he's gonna get paid this guy's gonna get paid a lot of money someday if if, if the fucking Niners shelled out all that goddamn fucking cash for jimmy garoppolo i can only imagine what brock purdy can do if he gets them to the super bowl or if god forbid if he wins them a super bowl this year Joe Flacco is going to be fucking personally driving that fucking Brinks truck up to fucking Brock Purdy's lawn and dropping money off and saying, we did it, buddy. We did it.
0: (laughs) San Francisco will then trade him. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah yeah that's, that's,
1: that's they're that's, all in that's, on that's, Trey lance yeah. baby <laughs> that's, that's Trey Lance, Trey lance all the way all right uh let's talk about the book club we'll take a quick break here and, and mention our private discord server uh, where we talk sports betting all the fucking time uh, arch you've been posting a lot of csgo stuff lately because we just found out in new jersey that you can bet on csgo so uh, arch is back into the csgo kick uh you gotta remember during the pandemic what's that do you guys remember that you remember that it was a thing where we weren't doing stuff and we didn't do shows and things panther was able to drive on the road without other Idiot drivers out there. It was called Shangri uh, La. <laughs> it was called Paradise on Earth. <laughs> so um, nice. But during that time, Arch really kind of cut his teeth and understood what CSGO and, and all these uh, online video game fucking betting was. And now you can get privy to that if you go to the degens.net or everyonehatesones.com. And you can sign up now for three free days. After that, it's only $25 a month. Get access to those video game picks or ding, ding, ding. We did it, Panther, right? Hit the DJ parlay yesterday.
2: All we have to do is
1: you and I need to agree. Oh, no, no. Well, God forbid. God forbid that happens. But you could get access to all those picks, the hockey picks, the fucking sports book promos. Oh, my God. NASCAR only a couple weeks away. You can get access to that, too, if you book it. Over to the book club. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ. proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie anywhere use the promo code dgens to secure your limited time welcome bonus today all right nba nba uh all right let's uh, let's see if there's any agreement today with me and panther probably not uh let's suck to we don't win. want arch we don't want arch kod is not good kod is not good but um that, that that okc play thank you arch for not dooming us yesterday there you go the only one by about like, 20 points so uh, Toronto, Minnesota, D-Wolves coming to this game Losers of two in a row uh, It's a team that I've been highly critical of And, that, you know, it's not because Sexy Maxey roots for them it's, I've been highly critical of them Because this is a team that's had so much talent For so many years And no coach no one, no one seems to get it all to work So you just gotta question like, Is it time? Is it time to blow everything up And move guys around Instead of fucking trading for goddamn Rudy Gobert In the offseason That's really worked Anyway, uh, Toronto, we've we've covered this team a lot on this show, mostly because that they don't have that alpha. They don't have a guy that can keep them competitive on nights when they need the elite score. They're a team of B players. They're good enough, but they're not great. And they're just six and 14 on the road this year. And one of those wins came over. Who was it? The New York Knicks. Fuck you. Fuck you very much, <laughs> New York. Uh, and uh, I don't see them winning many more games on the road in, in this time span. So T-Wolves have managed to play pretty good basketball at home this year. Getting points. I saw them getting three and a half. Um, I'll bet $10 on Minnesota here.
2: I'm actually even seeing four and a half now. The second game of a back-to-back. They just played yesterday coming off that win. Uh, well, Actually, I guess they lost, but they covered. But no Rudy Gobert, second game of went back-to-back. I wouldn't be surprised if Town sits this one out. Um, I- I'm trying really hard to get high on Toronto, but every time I think they're ready to turn the corner, then they just find another way to lose. So I Vegas seems to think the Raptors are the play here. I don't like them. the line movement, and I don't like it at 4.5, maybe at 3.5, but this one just kind of, it just stinks kind of six different ways i'll lean the raptors i'm not on it
0: i like the raptors minus the three and a half i think they win i think they cover and thank you we don't need another person high on minnesota teams we've got one is too many on this network yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. 10 bucks on toronto minus the three and a half
1: and just as a correction i think cat's still out panther i think he's still injured injured. yeah i think cat's been in he's still got a few weeks away until cat comes back so um yeah
2: there we go i could explain the plus line
1: Anyway, uh last one up for me, <laughs> Philadelphia and Portland, you know, I'm always iffy when, you know, the Sixers are on the road and in general I'm always iffy on betting them in general this season. But I'm going to give them another shot today. Uh, they've won 3 games in a row all on the road, which I mean probably dooms me because the probability of them winning 4 straight games on the road is not very likely. However, Portland's just not been very good lately. I mean, they they started the season hot, but they fell off when Lillard was injured. And now he's been back for a while and they still look listless out there. They don't look like the same team. They don't have the same energy. They don't have the same rhythm that they had earlier in the year. And they're getting beaten a lot. And I think Philly gets, you know, beats them again today. And I think he gets it done with, you know, $10 bet on the Sixers. I think they win in cover.
2: Yeah, I completely agree. The two best players on the floor will be Joel Embiid and James Harden. Harden keeps his turnovers down. He's been the playmaker for the team, and Embiid is just an incredibly tough matchup, especially for a team like Portland. So uh, it's getting worse at 2.5, but I think I can still get 1.5. Uh,
0: I will take the 76ers for $10. bucks. you are not getting 1.5. That's long
2: gone. Fuck me. Yeah, I think— to start doing the show earlier. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I i uh i think philadelphia wins the game i think the i think they do but man is it tight i'm gonna lean portland uh plus the two and a half here but i think i i think philadelphia wins om, almost shockingly high amount of times
1: all right that's that's all i'm gonna bet on there's a couple games uh, there's only three more games left there's a couple games i was close to betting on but um, that's it for me panther what else you
2: got Uh let's go to paris that's where the Bulls and the Pistons are going to play. You know, I don't like the Pistons at all, and I really don't like the Bulls on the road. But this is on the road for both of them. And Zach Levine has been playing out of his mind. There's nobody on Detroit that can, you know, go against Chicago's top-tier talent when they play. And they're banged up. They got like six guys listed on the injury report. I think the Bulls take care of business. I'll lay the touchdown and put 10 bucks on Chicago.
1: Bulls are a mind boggling team to me based off of, you know, all of their statistics. They should be much better than they are. But for some reason, they can't fucking win. They can't they can't do anything. right. It's, it, yeah. it astounds yeah. me. It's like they do all the right things to be able to win games except for win. I'm looking at this game right now. This is one that I almost bet. I like Detroit at home getting all those points, banged up or not. Uh, I can't trust the Chicago team, so I'm going to lean the Pistons.
0: Yeah, I'm going to lean Chicago in this one, Panther, but I'm not not jumping off the cliff.
2: But just so we're clear, Max, Detroit's not at home. This is in Paris, France at 3 in the afternoon. Doesn't matter. Um, doesn't matter. They, I have they,
1: they suck no them out, other out of the country? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Why isn't Rudy Gobert there? Why didn't they just figure out whatever team Rudy Gobert was on and have them fucking play in, in France?
2: uh exactly that's it for me aren't you betting any other Uh, games? yeah
0: i'm gonna bet one more that it's a stupid bet and i admit it's a stupid bet but it's close enough to warrant it golden state's playing boston for ripping the band-aid off i think boston wins almost every single time but the six and a half gives me a little bit of pause so i'm gonna put 10 bucks on the warriors plus the six and a half
1: you know, uh, part part of my model, of course, uh, factors in injuries, mm-hmm. and you know, and Jalen Brown's injury is factored into this, and I still got the Celtics winning and covering this one. So I said, Ooh. "Fuck you, I'm I'm not betting it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna lean Boston here. I, I honestly, I think that uh, there's there's a there, there's a lot to consider with the Golden State, you know, especially because uh, Steph Curry's, you know. I'd say more recently just getting into the lineup and you know when they were firing on all cylinders they look great this year as well and there's the specter right there's the monkey boston has to shake that monkey off their back and beat golden state and and have a, a massive win i just I, I worry about it but i i got boston winning and covering so just to lean on the celtics
0: all right that's it that's all i got- had in basketball Oh good i'm oh, shit i'm sorry uh, i'm off of my own little world
2: just kicking me off the show get, get out, out of here me. you fucker i am i'm i'm older than tom brady i could be done (laughs) you know this thing this thing kind of stinks though because i had had saw it at seven then it was six and a half and now i'm seeing with caesars now it's six so i don't know if there's money going on golden state or if there's an injury or something outside of jalen brown not being reported but i wouldn't be opposed to sprinkling a couple dollars on the warriors on the money line Uh, this thing seems to be going away from boston so uh
0: Keep, keep an eye on that, my friends. Something weird going on with APIs everywhere. Like Vegas Insider's not populated. I, I, I looked at your Action account, Max, and I'm not seeing... There's, there's not a lot of stuff in yeah, there something's Yeah, something's going uh, on today with mm-hmm, the... Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Well, mm-hmm. Lovely. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Amazon Web Services, right? That's the, the problem today. And <laughs> you guys no want him to own the commanders. I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that
2: be a conflict of interest since they have that contract?
0: Which contract?
1: Yeah, the, the Prime, the Thursday football. Prime, Prime. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe. Hmm. Oh, going to be, uh, instead of Denver on all those primetime shows, it's going to be Washington every Thursday.
0: They might be out. a it's, better product. They're, <laughs> built, for, they're <laughs> built for Thursday.
1: They are built for Thursdays. It's the schedule we fucking deserve. Yeah. Hockey, <laughs> um, big slate of fucking games today. Panther, I think you're on four. Whoa. I'm on three. Three. Okay. All right. And I, I believe two of the three were were on the same game together. It's like Boston, New York. Uh, Boston fell behind yesterday by one goal and I wasn't sweating it at all. <laughs> this is a team that's amazing in strike backs as you know, just, uh, just in general, a team that's on the roll. Now betting a team in a back to back always gives me some pause, but, with Boston, I'm I'm just less afraid about it. New York, you know, they've won three of five. They've quietly moved into third place in their division. And part of that has been Chesterkin's played better. Uh, if you look at his save percentage, he has played better as of late, but he's still not playing at that elite dominant level as he's in prior seasons. Uh, I'm betting the Bruins here. I think they get it done again today. So a twelve dollar bet on Boston.
2: Yeah, I'm in agreement. I'm betting Boston, but I am suspicious about this line. It seems A little bit too inexpensive. Boston's played. This will be their fourth game in five nights, fifth game in seven nights. So I think they could be tired. You might see some kind of goaltender switch or so.
1: This line just seems weird. That's the reason. They they played yesterday, so it's going to be a backup goalie situation, and all all those things are going to factor in. But however, i got to say this. I think it opened with Boston at a plus line, and you're not seeing a fucking plus line on Boston anymore.
2: they whoever gave boston a plus line should be slapped in the face anyway best team in hockey and it's not close Uh, even if they don't have their top goaltender and second unit out there i think they're still gonna beat the rangers so i'm with you 10 bucks on the bruins
0: just a second it almost smells doesn't i mean i hate to side with panther minus 110 boston versus new york that that
1: stinks right it just uh, no, no, I, again. Uh, well, I mean, back uh, backup goalie situation versus Shesterkin. Like, yeah, I, I, I guess. I, yeah, I, I, you 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 highly miscalculate how fucking uh, Vegas sports books look at goalies. Like, oh, okay. I, I swear I've been tracking the backup goalie situation and you're finding so much fucking value betting mm-hmm. the teams. That have a solid backup goalie going against the quote unquote elite goalie of the other team. Like it's one of the things that I've been looking at all year, and you're you're seeing so much fucking value on some of these guys. Like, so, honestly, save percentage and and you know goals against like it's fucking fractional with a lot of these backup guys. Like you look at the New Jersey Devils; they got three fucking guys, and their fucking save percentages all in the same fucking realm. So you're telling me Vanasek is that much better than Mackenzie Blackwood? I don't well, well, we'll talk about Vanasek right now anyway, because I'm going to talk about the New Jersey Devils as <laughs> to Seattle. Um, New Jersey, one of the best, if not the best road team in all of hockey, which just means that they don't appreciate the beauty of New Jersey like I do. <laughs> 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 How do we keep a straight face with that? Heading to Six. Heading to Seattle, where uh, they're an excellent road team as well. Unfortunate for them, they're at home today where they're not as good. Uh, Seattle has uh, had a really nice winning streak going on, but now they've lost two in a row, giving up nine goals in that process. Goaltending is an issue for them. Devils have won five in a row, including their last four on the road. And Again, it's hard betting on a team in game five of a road trip, but here I am doing just that $12 bet on New Jersey. Mm.
2: Yeah, once again, agreeing with you, the the fact that they went through that little lull that they had, and now they've regrouped, and they're not only are they winning, but it's like you said, they're winning on the road. Seattle does struggle at home, so at minus one forty, a little bit of value here on the Devils.
1: I'm with you, ten bucks on New Jersey. We can get minus one twenty one at Bet Rivers if this line is correct on the screen right here. Um, I see it minus one thirty five at some books, but uh, minus one twenty one if we can get the Bet Rivers, that's awesome hurry up and do it (laughs) or it gets worse done. All right. What else? You got one more,
2: one more. Let's take a look at the Anaheim. Not so mighty ducks are on the road where they suck. They suck. Anyway, going against Columbus blue jackets who also suck, but nobody sucks as bad as Anaheim. Like they just don't. And they're on the road. I don't like the Blue Jackets at all, but I like them at home way better than I do the Ducks. So I'll lay the minus 150 or so and take the Blue Jackets for 10 bucks.
1: Yes, it's... Uh, first, all, I'm going to say I agree with you. All right. My my implied my, my probability has Columbus at even minus 155 covering this one. So I'm, I'm just going to preface it with, I'm agreeing with you yet. I can't fucking do it. like the, the idea of eating that much chalk on Columbus just made me fucking vomit in my mouth. It's like, oh my God, really? But then you got to realize, like, they can't lose them all. Columbus has got to win some fucking games as well. And this is a very winnable game here. So I I think you cash this one. But, man, I just ah, implied probability be damned. I, I was on fucking laying chalk on goddamn Columbus. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, that's kind of where I was at. But uh, that is it. That's all I got
0: for the ice.
1: All right. Any comments today? Not really, uh, Mike Rose. Saying good morning, gentlemen. Had hell of a day of betting yesterday, capped off by a plus one twenty Sacramento Kings late Ooh. game. Let's get it. There you go. He he followed the DJ parlay yesterday. He made he made uh, plus uh, what we were plus four sixty on that one. Oof, so, yeah. That poor bastard.
0: Mike, yeah, you got to yeah. hide that money from your wife. Uh, <laughs> what did we talk about today? We talked about Brady and Rogers. Is it time for them to hang it up? Is it time for all pocket passers to hang it up? Is that it? Is that is that a dying breed? Is is that over in the NFL, or is it just this one little blip of like right now? This is the trend. This is the wildcat of the NFL right now. And we talked about the NBA, NHL. That is it.
1: That is it. listening to the hour, Patriots picks. Anyone speaks over on Twitter, at betting absolute no matter what you so listen. Please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, listen every single episode. Panther, take us home. I'm gonna mark it in that minus 121 on New Jersey seems awesome so that's my play
0: all right Arch what do you like um give me Golden State plus
1: the six and a half
2: I like that play a lot uh, well listen if you took New Jersey there's a Boston team playing well there's two Boston teams playing but I'm not on the Celtics I will take the Bruins at minus the 110 so we are on the Devils the Warriors and the Bruins that is your dj and parlay for the day we're hanging out on facebook we're on twitter but mostly exclusively we're right here in the book club come in here and shoot the shit with us call us out by name we will holler right back most importantly let us know what you did yesterday what you're doing today when it's all said and done kids it's all
1: make some money fools information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations under no circumstances will the owners operators or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents
0: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun Yeah, you get it every time